Lady Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. Okay, so now, well, first off, thank you guys for listening to the last couple of episodes, the introduction one and introduction two. I listened back to them. It was uh, it was interesting to hear just because I've just always had those feelings in my head, but it was just very interesting to just say them out loud for all to hear. You know, it's kind of uh, therapeutic just to get those demons out and and just and well not even demons but just stressful thoughts that just weigh me down and my persona and all that stuff because I mean you can see that I'm a jovial type of person but again every day I just have those feelings about uh, relationships and dating and just the small sample of my dating career that I even told you have it's just been just hard and um just hard to deal with but just hearing it back and it's like ah okay you know it's it's bad now but it might not be bad later or hey it it might be bad later I I don't know (laughs) you know but it's just good to just have a therapeutic outlet to just talk about these things maybe get some answers or just get some clarity on things so it's it's good It, it it's good to get stuff out everybody should have some sort of outlet to uh, decompress, you know, whether it's through video games, through reading, through writing, or doing podcasts. It's very helpful to not get thing, to not let things pent up and explode you one day or something like that. You know, it, it it's always good. But anyway, enough of that introduction. Let's get to the business, okay? This is a. Uh, Episode 5 of Married at First Sight, The Honeymoon Begins, alright? So, I don't even know where we left off at because it's been a while, as you can see from the date. I think I took like, I didn't necessarily take two weeks off, it's just been very hard to record. Uh, You know, just a lot of personal stuff going on in my life. But so I'm just trying to get everything done uh, all, all together so I don't know how the last episode ended, but we're just going to start with this new one. And um, let me tell you, with this show, I love when they go to the honeymoon, not not even because of the impending drama or something like that, but mo- mainly because of just the resorts that they pick. And I forgot which resort that they were using maybe two or three seasons ago, but I need to track that down because that honeymoon place was that resort was simply amazing it looked spectacular i need to jot down what that uh what that uh honeymoon resort was but this one i don't know if it's the same one but this one is just as beautiful and it's the i'm gonna pronounce it wrong but it's the hotel s carrot in riviera in riviera maya mexico beautiful 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 place i highly recommend for people to go there not even for your honeymoon just go there because you want to go on vacation it is simply gorgeous and the rooms are crazy well the rooms that they were in because like you open up okay so your bed 
your bed is obviously in the middle of the room, but behind your bed is like a walk-in shower. And in front of your bedroom, if you open it to like the balcony, your balcony is a diving pool of sorts that you can just dive into the pool right out right outside of your uh room. That is insane. I would be scared as hell to do it, but it's 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 beautiful. And then there's a ladder, so you can just go right up into your room. It's 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 so it's so cool. I, I oh man, I, I wanna I wanna like just have somebody and just take them with me. Like, hey, yo, let's go to this. Let's go to this place. This place is amazing. You know what I mean? But anyway, that's that's the way that the episode starts. It sh- it shows this beautiful honeymoon resort. Well, not honeymoon resort, but just a resort. And so we go to our favorite couple, Amelia and Bennett, and they're talking over breakfast and. Um, they're just talking about how their experiences so far with the newly marriageness, you know, and um, and Bennett goes, hey, you know, I'm glad that I did it. And, you know, YOLO. And then Amelia's like, YOLO. And she's like, and he's like, yeah, you only love once. And she starts laughing. She's like, that's not what YOLO stands for. He's like, yeah, it is. You only love once. And she's like, no, I believe it's you only live once. And he's like, oh okay but then he says hey i think i like my version better because you only love once so you should go in with it um with your gut and he says it it's it makes it's a good mantra to have to jump into a experiment like this and it's so cool because even with his mistake he finds a little nugget that people should hold on to yeah yeah you know you only live once you know drake used to say it uh, uh, Rick Ross used to say it. Everybody used to say it. YOLO, YOLO. It was, it was a fun little kitschy thing to say. But if you change the meaning a little bit, you only love once. And I mean, technically that's not really true. But for the people, especially in this experiment, they they have exhausted their choices. So they left it up to the experts to find somebody for them. And whoever they find, this is it you only love once so it's like we need to make this work i mean granted um like i said in my introduction i think part two there are some relationships that should not that they they should have ended decades ago like that that doesn't mean that you should stay with the person through thick and thin when it's abusive or or just a a, just a, a, a train wreck you know that's that's not the same it's to say that you only love once, which should mean that you should work, you know, super hard, put in all the effort to love this person like they are the last person that you're going to love. And I I, I commend Bennett for that. That that's a, that is a good mantra to have. So I I hope it goes well for them. But it was it was really cool to listen to. So the next really uh, the next uh couple that they highlight is miles and karen and um uh, oh yeah so uh, karen asks um karen asks hold on for a second all right so they highlight uh miles and karen and karen asks if miles has ever lived with a woman before and miles says yes a roommate but never a partner and Karen voices her two concerns, of course, because she's Karen. And she says that 
she's not used to sharing her space with anybody and also uh two number two she wants uh when she wants alone time will her man get used to it so apparently she's an introvert well not even apparently she she pretty much is from all the diagnostics and all the clues that she's been giving us i mean she she also said that she takes a very long time to get intimate with somebody and i mean that's that's fine but sometimes you there's a difference between waiting to be comfortable to get intimate with somebody and don't touch me (laughs) you know what i mean and and that's the vibe that she gives she's always like very like uh what's called karen is the queen you thought you thought we were social distancing karen is the queen of social distancing all right she keeps herself six feet from miles okay at all times they don't kiss they don't hug they don't embrace they don't hold hands she always has something protective uh between them like her trusty bed pillow which is you know the half of her size so and and she always puts on an 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 abundance of clothing you know just so the person in question doesn't get any ideas that's her that's karen you know so um she's she's very like closed off and there's a difference between hey i want to wait till we smash then like like what's it called like uh what's her name um man why am i forgetting her name right now um, Amani, there you go. Amani, Amani has told um, Woody that she doesn't. She wants to wait to have sex, but that hasn't stopped her from kissing. That hasn't stopped her from holding hands with him. There, there, there is your intimacy. You know, again, yeah, you don't have to have sex for it to be intimate. You can just hold hands, hug, be playful. But Karen's like, nah, I'm good. This is my buddy. This is my, yeah, because they, ugh, what do they call each other? Oh, my God. They freaking call each other, you know, my stranger. He's my stranger. And he's, like, upset, upset, ugh, upset, accepting of it. Why, why can't I say that? <laughs> he's, like, accepting of it, you know, and he's, like, yeah, you know, you know, we call each other our strangers, you know, he's my stranger. As if that's supposed to quell any doubts that i have in this relationship um again i'm not saying and yes i know every woman is different i understand uh karen does not need to be like amani but at the same time you don't need to insult me either in your process of your issues (laughs) you know um yeah like oh we call each other my stranger and throughout the episode like it it you know they get more familiar with each other and then i think by the end of it um they call each other my acquaintance Ooh, i i I upgraded this is awesome my acquaintance you know like what i am your husband all right stop playing me (laughs) okay but uh anyway um yeah so there's that so the next couple is (laughs) oh man the couple of the freaking season christina and henry (laughs) Things are very still uh, very things are uh still very awkward. And look at this. I I I found the uh the uh quote 
that I believe I said in introduction one, saying that, uh, hold on, saying the, the the introduction, I mean, not the introduction, the quote that I was saying about the comparison, it was actually Christina in this episode, and she was saying, uh, don't compare, comparison is the thief of joy. And that is an excellent quote, um, but I, I, that is a great quote, Christina, but I still don't like you, <laughs> you know, I don't, but again, it it's not entirely your fault, Henry is very, very awkward, he's a very awkward individual, he doesn't, I don't know if he has like a tick or something, if he's on the spectrum, but he's very, he's extremely reserved, he's very awkward, he is his social skills are off very off and i don't know and i don't know like I, it's interesting that his you know uh, i'll call them like the charlie's angels his like girlfriends you know trishel the freaking girl that other girl uh, i forgot her name that annoying girl oh Kristen, there you go um that takes him to taylor swift concerts and uses him as a warm body i don't I don't know how he acquired those women you know like because his his social skills are horrid they they really are so but i don't i don't think it's him on purpose i i think that there's something holding him back i don't know i i i, I truly hope that we get to hear that in later episodes that yeah he has something because if he does not have something then this is going to be in a, a huge well it already is a huge issue between uh him and christina because communication is her biggest thing and actually communication is my biggest thing too i i, I love to communicate um there, there should be a positive dialogue and you should be able to communicate with your partner not, not to say that it will always be easy. There are some things that will be hard to swallow when a situation arises, when you have to explain something that the other person might not want to hear, but you should still be able to trust that person into letting you tell them and not have it go left, you know? But with Henry, oh my gosh, like he he's so awkward he he puts his head down he he can't he can't give you eye contact um yeah and he says like one or two lines of not even not even lines of dialogue just maybe four or five words at the most when you tell him about something he he doesn't divulge he doesn't express he doesn't um yeah he 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 doesn't give you like a verbose explanation of anything he's just like yeah the the I was like, like how did you like that uh waterfall oh uh, you know uh, it was good uh, it was great and then he just puts his head down and then like that's it it's like bro c- come on man <laughs> but like what are you doing he yeah he needs to he needs to so, something needs to happen with him okay so woody and amani so uh, like I said, you know, a little spoiler alert, they talking about sex and uh, Amani is not well versed in sex. Not to say that she's a virgin, but I, I guess she just hasn't had many partners in her life. And 
um, she's not as polished as Woody because Woody loves to talk about all his uh, conquests. And he, he even verbalized, he even gave it a uh, terminology and he calls Woodyology. And she asked, well, how do you feel about, co- you know, coaching me and teaching me the things that you would like to be done in the bedroom? And he's like, oh, like, I wouldn't mind at all. It's, it's all good. And, and and he doesn't he doesn't really mind her being not so uh, well versed. And so, so I, I mean, and I know that's probably the stereotypical thing that women will say that oh or society will say that uh, we want like not a virgin but like somebody who hasn't you know uh been run run been run who who's uh had fun with the whole football team you know or a whole sports team like yeah i I think that's a good general consensus that men do not want a woman who has been ran by uh, the entire football team. Well, actually, no. Let me let me uh, dive in. Let me go in depth with that. I think we wouldn't mind participating. Well, not even participating, but having a turn, if you would, you know, if you would say, with that chick. You know, like if we heard, like, oh, whoa, like she freaking went through all that. I, right, you know, I'll smash. But like we're not trying to make that woman a a, a wife or a girlfriend. No, <laughs> like we're we're not doing that. And also too, I don't think I think it's a misconception that men don't want women to have a lot of partners. I mean, it, it is it is. I don't think we want to know what your number is, and I believe I should have an episode about that too. About if your number is important to know in a relationship but um i don't think we necessarily want to know what your number is but because again we look at you as a potential girlfriend wife mother of our kids but at the same time i mean we definitely want you to be experienced you know like it's hard because you got to take the yin and the, the yin and the yang because a lot of people like maybe society says that yeah we don't want girls to have a lot of partners but at the same time is she going to be sexually gratifying to you if she hasn't because maybe the ones that have had a lot of partners really are good in bed so which is more important to you (laughs) you know like me I want to have fun in bed that's me so I mean, granted, I don't want to know that you have slept with a hundred people, but I do want you to be experienced. But then again, too, you don't necessarily need to have a lot of partners to be experienced. You can just have, you could have had that one partner that you've had sex with for a very long time, maybe like four or five years. So you could be experienced in that realm too. So it's a lot of caveats, you know, a lot of, a lot of twists and turns that you can take any of that you know again not shaming anybody i'm just saying what might somebody want as preferable but me i want i want someone who's experienced however you got there that's on you but when you get to me (laughs) you know i want to have a good time and i want you to be experienced i don't want you to be like lacking anything like oh damn she doesn't do that 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 kind of sucks or like 
oh, she's never done that before. So that doesn't necessarily mean that she won't like it is that she probably won't be good at it, you know? So that's just me. Um, so we go to Brett and Olivia. So Brett's last relationship was a year ago. Oh yeah. They're at breakfast as well. And, uh, Olivia is just trying to dig deep just to try to see who her man is. And she asks him, when was your last relationship? He says one year ago, but he's dated a lot since then. And Olivia's last relationship was three years ago and she needed to heal herself and better herself. And Brett is just astonished because he's saying like, whoa, you took a three year break. That's crazy. But I can understand Olivia's internal assessment i mean i did the same thing too i mean i didn't necessarily take a break it's just that i just had bad luck in dating but i was definitely effed up in my relationship um my last relationship that ended in 2012 and now it's 2020 so it's been eight years and um yeah it's i'm still I don't know about healing. You know what? Yeah, I will say healing. I am still healing from it. I am still dealing with it because, again, it wasn't just a relationship with a girlfriend. It was I broke up with my ex-fiance. So that is a completely different level of relationship and not as easy to get over, at least not for me. Because, again, my mindset was set that I was going to spend the rest of my life with this person. And apparently that didn't happen. So I, I included this person in the, in the rest of my life. But my life has continued without this person. So it's just like, okay, what do, what do I do? Where do I go? So I, <clears throat> I completely understand Olivia's assessment about taking it slow so um she uh, olivia asks when was his last date and he says to be two days before he got matched and not that she was concerned about that but she was like oh that's that's interesting you know and he was in she, olivia asked did the date have potential you know potential to be not necessarily the one but to be a girlfriend i guess and he says uh yeah but and she says well what if you guys went on a third date and he's like well i didn't because i got matched with you so and i know that's like a little a little female intuition just like well well what if things could have happened what what if things were 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 right because a lot of women and of course i'm being stereotypical and assuming because i'm not an expert but a lot of women don't want to be in competition with other women so when you're on the show and you're matched, you feel that like, oh, this is the person that I was made for, you know, as opposed to, no, this is this is the person that was selected for you. <laughs> you know, no, no one wants to hear that. Uh, so for her to hear Brett saying, oh, yeah, there was somebody like literally days before you that could have took your spot you know, as a potential girlfriend, not necessarily as a wife, but as, as a, as a significant other, she's like, Oh my God, wait, but, but what if things were, what if things were good? How about if you were supposed to end up with that person? It's like, well, I did not you know, I got matched. So I'm here, you know, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's probably gonna come up 
in later episodes like the little imaginary competition she's gonna have with herself like are we are we really supposed to be together because there's other people in the world and you're supposed to be for be for me or something like that you know um so um let's see we're gonna go back to christina and henry so (laughs) christina loves to detail henry's uh, his firsts and his accomplishments but from what i see it as and what i gather she's saying his shortcomings (laughs) you know what i mean so she's saying yeah um henry got his first passport with me he got his first time out of the country first time in a kayak and she's like oh this is great you know i'm 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 his firsts of everything and even though christina sounds enthusiastic about teaching henry ways to do things i think that's gonna burn out super quick because women don't want to teach men how to be men or teach them how to do anything and i totally understand that and i'm kind of with her with that even though it is almost like even though I'm taking it as a dig to me because I know that I lack things that women would want you know I don't bring uh I don't bring um things to the proverbial table for women you know or or so I've been told so I I, but I do understand what she means by that that uh yeah it's gonna it's gonna get it's going to get old pretty quick. She's going to want him to step up, be a man and, and do things. And you know what? I, I, I really can't falter for that. I, I, I can't. Um, cause he is, he is really, he's dragging it. <laughs> he really is. This relationship is not going to go far. If this guy does not pick it up, it, it, it it's bad. And I feel bad for him too. He, cause he seems like a good guy, but if he doesn't, if he doesn't exude what the experts have seen um for him to be picked for the show and and to be a partner and he, and if he doesn't show it to Christina he he's a dead man he's 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 done and i hope he's looking back at that cuz obviously the show is airing so i hope he's looking back at his earlier has as i hope he's looking back at at his past self and going, yeah, thank God that I changed to the man that I am today. Or if I'm still acting this way, wow, I need to change because I look bad. And of course, it's it's editing and, and stuff. But still, there's so much that you can edit to, like, to, I don't know, to, to like, make a person look bad. <laughs> You know, like you're still giving them the footage, you know, like, yes, I know you can flip a scene, you can omit sentences, you can create a sentence that didn't even exist before. But there's but still there's footage that I'm looking at that you're not looking at your significant other. You're not talking. You communicate horribly. Those things are not made up, you know. Henry's communication is horrible and that is going to be a huge detriment to his relationship okay that's it so back to Brandon and Olivia 
there chilling on the beach, having a good time. And Brett thinks that Olivia is kind, compassionate, caring, beautiful, fun, and a joy to be around. And I believe so too. I mean, she was she was my pick. I mean, I I love Amelia and Bennett, but Olivia is my boo of the season. I always pick a boo that I just naturally gravitate towards. I know I remember I think season nine or something. It was a uh, Kate with the douchebag Luke, and if season ten it was short ass Amber with tall douchebag Matt. <laughs> Um, but I, I forget the other seasons, but if someone, uh, rounds off the seasons for me, I'll tell you which boo of the season, uh, was every season of mine. Um, what was my pick of every season, I should say. But yeah, he's, he's really feeling her and, and it's, and it's, it, it is really interesting because, um, Brett, well, I'll, I'll, I'll save that for, I'll say that in a second, but they're having this interesting talk about both of them being poor and not going on vacations and they grew up very similarly and the 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 bond that they were having over the ways that they both grew up um was like and 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 to do and to do things to make their childhood enjoyable because of the lack of money that they had they would take like you know they would create mini vacations but like in their in their respective towns and stuff like that uh, Olivia really liked that Brett grew up pretty much just like her so they can have that big similarity of the stuff that we have now we appreciate because uh, Brett is very frugal he doesn't really um, ex- he doesn't really go overboard and he likes to save his money and because he knows that money does not to grow on trees and olivia really respects that and it's so funny because i'm i'm telling you man since since that uh, brett i i know probably the storm is still coming so I'm, i might be talking out of turn but brett really has seemed to be a a really good guy compared to how he was during his bachelor party and his wedding because he d- brett just seemed like the quintessential chad that people say the chad or the tyrone you know egotistical uh douchebag who's charming and gets a lot of ass you know like the tony stark if if you don't know if you need a if you need a uh i don't know a uh example you know or like old tony stark like iron man one tony stark not necessarily avengers endgame where he changed his ways and stuff but like just the arrogant you know yeah whatever hey hey sweet tits and stuff like that and smacks her on the ass and instead of being offended she's like oh my god you're so silly you know like those type of douchebags like what why is this guy get to violate these chicks and still get ass i don't get it that's what he seemed like but he seemed he seems very different unless he's showboating for the cameras but then he wouldn't have showed his other side I don't know. Maybe it's because he gets drunk and that's when he becomes a douchebag, which is even worse. But this guy seems on the up and up. I mean, he's not my favorite, obviously. It, my my two favorites are Miles and Bennett because they both represent me. I, I feel like I'm the I, when they're on screen and they talk about themselves, I see me with them. 
you know, granted, I'm not exactly like them, but I resonate and I relate to their stories and just the way that they are. I'm telling you, um, I am Miles and I am Bennett. But Brett, man, he's, I don't know, he's, I don't know. <laughs> like, he, he seems, he seems good for Olivia and he just seems like a good guy. But I know because I've seen the previews for the season and he acts like a douchebag but then maybe again it could have been editing maybe olivia is the one going out of turn and she is acting like a bitch and he's like what the hell did i do so i don't know it's interesting because olivia is presenting as a sweetheart but in later previews of the season she does get angry with him but I don't know where that anger stems from. I believe it's the next episode. So I will definitely be watching that as soon as I get off this and then give you a recap of that episode. But yeah, but yeah, just to say, yeah, Brett is definitely, he's growing on me. I'll I'll, I'll give him that. He's growing on me. So we get to Woody and Imani. Uh, so again, like I said, with the, with the way that the um, rooms are set up, as soon as you walk, not out of the room, but at the edge of the room, there's two doors. You open it up, boom. There's your balcony slash diving pool place that you can just plunk yourself into the water. And Woody is just a freaking maniac, and he's like flipping into the pool and all that stuff. And he goes in. And he pops back up and he says he loses his wedding ring. And then Amani's like, oh, word, you lost your wedding ring? And he's, and he is, he is scared shitless. Like, he broke a lamp at, like, six years old and he's about to get a whooping from his mom. And he's scared. And she's like, look, it's all right. It's not that serious. And then they both give a kiss to each other. Well, he kiss, he tries to kiss her on the lips, but she shifts her head and she, he, uh, he gets her cheek. So, yeah, it's not a big deal, but I'm still mad at you, <laughs> you know. But he is happy because he's like, all right, I lost something as big as a wedding ring. Because, yeah, that is a big thing. But Amani is not going super crazy over it. And he is glad about that because to him, it shows that with with something like that with something as big as that they can overcome that obstacle and still be close to each other and not divide whereas um <clears throat> iris in what season nine i believe i forget how keith lost it but he lost it in the grass or something like that. i don't know they were i don't know what they were doing i think i think maybe they were swimming too or something something but that doesn't make sense because he lost it in the grass but maybe they were having a picnic or something I don't know, but he lost it in the dirt, I believe. And she was livid, okay? Not livid. She was, yeah, she wasn't mad. She was panicking. She was panicking. Oh, my God, you lost the ring. What are we going to do? And all, and she was just frantic, 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 frantic about this ring. And, again, I get it because if I lost a ring that I bought and spent thousands of dollars on i would go crazy too and i'm the one who bought the ring <laughs> you know so i can understand the wife bugging out that her 
her ring is lost. I get it, but the way that Iris was bugging out, uh, and she wouldn't let it go, and then you know they eventually found it. But she was like, "Why would you do that? Well, like, this symbolizes our love." Like, no, the ring doesn't symbolize our love, Iris. We symbolize our love. Okay, like that's how Amani, uh took you know she was the one who was mature about it and y'all aren't even that far in age okay and and remember like uh iris was the virgin of the uh, of her uh season okay it's like see that's the thing man yo that virginity thing it's crazy yeah so she was 27 she was a virgin and she kept mentioning it every damn episode but see virginity does more than does more than people perceive because once you have sex you not to say that you are mature but like there's there's pockets of maturity that blossom after you have that so like with that 27 year old oh i'm a virgin i'm a virgin i'm a virgin like you you still have you're still holding on to that naiveness and that erraticness and like everything is just everything gets on your nerves i remember the episode where she uh it, it was to the point well we haven't reached that point in this season yet but in in that previous that other season i think season nine where they get to invite their friends and family over for uh, not for dinner but just just a party because they're in their new abode and iris was going crazy because people were going into her refrigerator and drinking her orange juice and she was so livid um so livid it's like i can't believe that i can't believe they were they were going in, into my fridge and, and getting my orange juice and everybody was like first of all that's not even quote unquote your orange juice that's just the fridge's orange juice and she was just so livid and i remember uh keith the person who she was married to was like yo you need to calm down and every and black twitter you know, they chimed in and said, like, yeah, Iris, you need to calm your virgin ass down. It's like, see, if you had sex, like, that would, orange juice would be nothing. You can go back to CVS or Walmart or ShopRite and get, you know, another bottle of orange juice. It is not that serious. You see all that pent-upness, you know, mentally and physically, you, you just snap. You snap all the time. Snap, 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 snap. But Amani was like, yeah, you lost your wedding ring? That sucks. But listen we are above that ring you know the ring is material like we good and uh woody loved that you know and i and i like that about amani too but i mean i am kind of the only reason why i'm not as salty was because the woody didn't buy that ring like it was the show it was the show's ring so but if it was my ring that i bought and i lost it I would, uh, yeah, I would be sad. Like, if I lost the ring that I bought my ex-fiance, I would go crazy. Or if she lost it, too, I would go crazy for that, too. Like, I spent a lot of damn money on that damn ring, you know? And, yeah, that would that would, that would get on my nerves. But I guess that's why I'm not so angry about that situation. Like, I say, like, I'm a, like I'm a part of it. But Amani was like, listen, we're good. Um, just don't do stupid stuff like that again. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know if he ever, no, I think throughout the episode, he didn't get it back. So he 
so it's probably still lost. I, I, I haven't seen the next episode yet, so I don't know if they have retrieved it or he's just going to be ringless for the season. Who knows? Um, so, uh, what's it called? Oh, but, but, uh, uh Monty does get, uh, she, unlike Iris, Amani <laughs> does get more intimate with her husband, despite her saying that, you know, she doesn't want to have sex, but she still holds, she still holds on to that intimacy. And she asks him, Hey, do you want to take a shower with me? And he's like, yeah, of course you hear that, Karen, you hear that? She's trying. <laughs> and so later they all meet for happy hour. And the, all, all the couples meet for happy hour. Cause I think this is the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first time that they've, not that they've met each other, but that, that they've met, that they met each other on the vacation because some couples have already hung out with each other. Like Woody and Amani have hung out with Amelia and Bennett. And I think that's, that I think that's awesome that those four are hanging out with each other. That's so cool. And so they all meet talking about everything like, Hey, what's going on with, uh, you know, all your relationships is everybody doing good. Everybody's doing pretty well, but Christina is like, Oh man. Um, she hears that everybody is having a great time, but at the same time, she knows that she's not connecting with Henry as much as she would like. And I find that funny because this was the same woman that says comparing is the thief of joy. So she's not even listening to her own advice. But again, I completely understand because I do the same thing. I compare myself to my friends all the time and like where why aren't I in this stage of my life I want to be where they are I want to I want to have what they have you know they have two kids a house and two cars I want that why can't I have that and again I'm not saying that they shouldn't have that or that they didn't earn that of course they did I would never try to take away what my friends have gained in their lives no 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 I'm just saying why haven't I reach that status too i want to reach that status i want to find the love of my life i want to have children i want to have a house i want to have a car you know i have all those goals and aspirations so i completely understand what christine is talking about i just found it funny that she was very that she was being hypocritical of her own self that's all <laughs> but yeah so that and when they meet each other is the first time that they that miles and uh karen call each other uh, my stranger and whatever and i feel that's stupid but um yeah so christina's pretty not no she's not angry but she's just upset but no she's saddened yeah she's saddened that she's not at the speed or the level of where everybody else is in their relationship because every, pretty much everybody else is in fairly good standing christina and henry are definitely dead last and so I, th I think it was Woody or Armani. Somebody asked Henry, like, hey, what's you know, what's going on with you guys? How are you? And he just says, like, yeah, you know, he's never approached a woman before. He's never done anything out of his comfort zone. And Christina is just sitting there like, whoa, I have a lot of work to do. And everybody else is just surprised because they're listening to what Henry's saying. And it's like, whoa, you haven't done all these things and yet you are here meaning 
you have a wife, <laughs> you know, that presumably you can't get out of this contract. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, you've never approached a girl before, but yet you now have a wife because approaching a girl, you know, it takes not that it takes skill. I mean, it does take skill, but like once you learn that skill, you've learned other things too. to, to with that to get to those points and this is a really bad analogy because i'm horrible with sports but it's just like when you do like drills and practice to eventually get to the level that you need to get to to um i don't know like get a touchdown or like score a soccer goal or make a basket whatever you you attain so many other things than just the natural act of just talking to a woman you know you you learn social skills you learn strategy you learn all those things so yeah i understand that too i mean i i understand henry's plight i can't really approach a girl i can have a conversation with one like if we start a conversation although i i abhor small talk i hate small talk i like talking about the bigger picture or things the things that have in-depth talk and conversation with with them with 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 whatever subject you know i like talking about that stuff i i hate small talk and i know that's necessary but i hate it absolutely hate it i remember attending a i think i this sounds familiar but i think i think i might have talked about this uh on this podcast but i remember going on a uh what is it a speed speed dating thing a speed dating event and i talked to 30 women three minutes each so all you have is small talk and some of it went all right and some of it went bad because i there was really nothing to talk about and i couldn't it was very hard to formulate a uh, a in-depth discussion in three minutes you know unless you strategize beforehand for that person to open up and then you're like all right let's go this is this is the meat and potatoes of the conversation this is great but no, it's, you know, starts off. Oh, so what do you like? What television shows do you watch? Do you like cats? And you know, do you like to eat bread? Do you watch carbs? You know, all that stuff. Hate it, hate it, hate it. But um, yeah. So I understand Henry that he can't approach a woman, but at the same time, it, it seems crazy that he doesn't want to put the work in, but he wants the reward, and he got it apparently (laughs) you know he's married so i that's going to be a very interesting dynamic for him to grow as a man in this relationship but again i don't think christina is going to one appreciate that growth or two be patient for that growth she seems like she is in this vacation because again it's vacation but i want to see when they come back to the real world you know when they move in with each other how that's going to work i i don't know it, i'm i'm afraid <laughs> uh, I, i'm definitely afraid so uh back to woody and amani um let's see yeah they're, they're at they're at dinner i believe this this was when they're at dinner and they said that they had, of course they're uh talking about sex again and the couples assume that they've already had sex and because they just have this awesome rapport with each other that they just feel like it's already happened 
And that's why um, Amani didn't want to have sex yet because they she wanted to see if they could have connection without it. And clearly they do if people think that they've already had it. And yeah, she she she's afraid that um, that once they have sex, they won't be able to go back to that pre connection, if if that makes sense. Because now they'll just connect on the sex level because they do feel that uh, during the sex, like it'll, it'll be like amazing. They they feel they both feel that like their sex capades was gonna be awesome, but then they'll never get back to that connection of like okay, what if sex was off the table? Like, do we still connect in that realm? You know? So that's why she wanted to stay focused and not have that play in to their bonding factor. Because again, she has said during dinner that she has been, she got played by her man, her last man. Her last man was married and that she was very vulnerable to him. And so, so she's, again reserved and doesn't want to lay herself out on the line because of her past transgressions but also she doesn't want to she doesn't want to um what's it called she doesn't want to uh put woody she doesn't want to punish woody for her man's past transgressions too which is why she is which is why she allows her walls no pun intended to come down ever so slightly and for Woody to come in and you know bond with her and ruin anything you know ruin her ideal uh, her idea of man you know and I and I uh I appreciate that because yeah people get hurt but like like me again like I I don't know why I keep <laughs> going on dates even though again I don't have what women want on their table but i still want to find that love i still want to go out there and be like no i want to love i want to love i want to love even though i have nothing to offer for these people i still want to love you know i don't know maybe i'm a masochist i am a masochist actually (laughs) i love putting myself through uh pain but not a physical pain emotional pain definitely but not physical but i get it so but again, she still tries. You know, she takes showers with him. They lay together. They uh, sleep in a hammock together. You know, it's great. So, uh, Miles and Karen, she says, hopefully, Miles says, hopefully at the end of this, he'll be more than a stranger. And she'll say, yeah, you know, you'll probably be my acquaintance. <laughs> so, um, um she asks uh, Karen asks why do you feel like you're ready for marriage and Miles goes sharing a life with somebody sharing memories with someone he never saw that with his parents he he aspires to be like his grandfather and that's the type of man that he wants to be he wants yeah because his his parents you can see that they're still like not hatred for each other but it's like yeah we're 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 happy that we got divorced (laughs) every time they're on screen with each other because they they um they just get not get on people's nerves but um not get on each other's nerves but just more so that they just have different approaches to things so even though they are a team when it comes to miles 
it's like yeah we're good <laughs> you know so i get it i i i definitely get it so but um i don't know uh what else so to to me i don't know i i guess i, I wrote down on these um on my notes here for me karen seems like she's like the new jamie and miles is the new doug who who i'm referring to is jamie and doug from season one of the show made at first sight where jamie did not like doug as soon as she walked down the aisle she saw him she was like you know he's not he's not the best thing i don't know what the experts were thinking about but then and she held out again she held out during intimacy and she called their honeymoon a a friend's trip and all that stuff and six years later she's still with him and they have two kids and i think a third is on the way so you know she held out and saw that he that she was really good for him and i feel that it's going to be the same way with karen and miles um uh, so they're talking about relationships and karen says that she's been in two relationships since she was 18 this woman is 30 and miles says that he has been in 10 but he doesn't give a age bracket thing because he's he's 26 so i don't know uh, i don't know he didn't say necessarily say when he was 18 he's been in from 18 to 26 he's been in 10 relationships but she, so she's freaked out about this so she says that oh maybe he's a relationship hopper um and 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 is am i you know just number 11 it's like no this man likes to be in love like i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing um granted i would like to uh, granted he has been in 10 relationships but my thing is i want to know how long those relationships were and why did they uh break up because from what i'm seeing and i could be biased but from what i'm seeing you know miles is a good guy so it could be like those women were weren't weren't ready for him you know maybe they still just wanted to have fun which is fine because uh, he is 26 so uh, you know a, a lot of women at that age just still want to have fun which is fine so maybe they just weren't ready for him but they will be when they hit uh 30 but um uh so um i don't know I, I i would definitely like to hear what happened in those relationships but i I don't think that's necessarily bad that he's been in because he says 10 serious relationships and that is a not a vague term but that's you know i guess whatever like the eye of the beholder thing like what he considers serious a perspective it's a matter of perspective what he thinks is serious i might think nah bro that that wasn't that wasn't uh that wasn't serious at all so i don't know i, I don't know what's going on with that but she's she sees it as a negative i see it as someone who who wants to find a partner and then just be with them and then like that's it you know so he he's giving everybody a chance because maybe half of those chicks weren't well i don't know not girlfriend material like they were a hoe or something like that but like they 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 just weren't compatible but he gave it the college try you know nah, nah, i'm gonna do it i'm i'm gonna make it work i'm gonna make it work you know and that could be bad too you know 
because um, I think he says, however, however long this takes, we're going to figure it out together, which is good. That's a good mantra to have. But at the same time, if, if it's not working, then it's not working. So I can only assume that that's what was happening in those relationships that she was that he, that Miles was having, that it wasn't working. But him and his hopeless, romantic, love struck ways he was like no 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 trust me I, I can make it work what do you need what do you need like I, i'll be that man for you blah 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 and, she, and you know they're like miles no i don't i don't want to do this anymore whatever which is fine again you don't need to stay in a relationship that is not good for you so if they weren't compatible they weren't compatible but i i see him as trying you know where karen over here has only been in two relationships since she was 18. And you know what? I was going to rag on her. I mean, I still am. But <laughs> I was also in, since 18, yeah, I was probably in only two relationships as well. But it wasn't for lack of trying. You know, that that's the thing. I don't think, I think Karen just didn't want to be in a relationship. And that's different because she could be in one. She just didn't want to be in one. And because a lot, a lot of women get more offers from the opposite sex than men do, you know, men have to, men have to go and get the girl where women can just sit there and you'll get dick pics, (laughs) you know, you'll, every time that a woman goes through her dating apps or her DMs, there's just a plethora of men just waiting to be picked and she she has she has the pick of the litter, you know, for a man. So if she doesn't want to be in a relationship, that means that she doesn't want to be in a relationship. But with men, it's like, damn, I can't get into a relationship. There's a difference. So I don't know what she was waiting on or why there was such a big gap because yeah, she hasn't she's in fifteen years she's been in two relationships. That's crazy. And one of them was when she was with a dude for five years and he had a whole baby with his significant other had a whole ass baby with somebody else so it's all okay okay, fine so you had you know you were in one relationship for five years so there's 10 more years where you were not in a relationship you know like what's up with that what happened so i don't know I don't like Karen. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't. I don't, I don't. I really don't like Karen. Um. So with Amelia and Bennett, uh, they had they had a good. They had what was it? What does it say? Hold on. Um. Amelia and Bennett had a good childhood. Um, it's good for them. Eh, whatever. Um, oh yeah, th- this is when they start going through their. This is when they start going through their. Um, what's it called? Their intricacies, like Amelia and Bennett. So they both had a great, great childhood sleepovers. Um, I, I never, I never had a sleepover. Um, not really. Oh no, actually no, I had one. I had one sleepover, and it was so crazy because the sleepover that I had, I, it was at a, a good friend's. Uh, house probably when I was like 12 or 13 I'm still good friends with him today and it was literally across the house but like my parents would never would not allow me to have a sleepover and I'm like yo they're not gonna kill me I like I 
like we've known these people for like nine years now and i like that like if if i wanted to leave and run to the house i'll be in my house i'll be at in the front steps in 30 seconds because that's how close that i lived so freaking <laughs> i don't know so freaking nuts but um olivia's like she really likes brett um but then she starts seeing um some things about him saying like she asked him does uh does no brett wait what are they what are they talking about oh yeah because it's like uh Brett starts getting disgusted with Olivia because like he finds out that Olivia pees in the pool. She pees in no, she pees in the pool. She pees in front of people, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And like, what's going on? Um, she also finds out that um, the, that Brett has been cheated on. And it was it was and it was by his last relationship. So that's why he was kind of. I mean, he was still kind of hurt but he obviously still dated um Woody and Armani still love each other but they're still holding out and Miles and Karen so we we go back to them and Miles calls Karen a cougar and oh as, as a as a retort she's like oh did you ask your did you ask your mom permission to come on this trip because again um Miles is 26 and she's 30 and he says, look, I'm grown and I and I'm grown and you tried to and you wanted to get on my benefits. And she's like, yeah, I, I tried to get on your health care because it saves it saves money. It, it will save money. It will save her money. And, you know, when I heard that, you know, I started shaking my head because like, oh, OK, so you don't want to be intimate with me whatever because you know i'm strange you know i'm strange i'm your i'm your stranger i'm your acquaintance but you you want to get on my health care because it saves you money now 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 you're now you're trying to be a wife now you want to claim to be a wife you know that that's the time you want to claim to be a my a wife when money's involved oh okay i get it and i know it's all jokes and stuff like that but hey there's there's truth to uh every joke but yeah i didn't like that again i don't like karen <laughs> so um, Brett and, so they go back to Brett and Olivia. Brett and Olivia say uh, Brett says he was engaged, but she cheated three times. So it was his last relationship that that girl he was engaged to, and she cheated three times. So he was like, "All right, I am done." So, um, Olivia thought that she was gonna marry the last person that she was with, but apparently things didn't happen. Um. And then Christina and Henry, they go on this trip. They go on this. Actually, they go on this really awesome part in the resort where I don't want to say half of it, but a portion of the resort is slanted, is on a purposeful slant. So you're walking uphill, right, in a in a really big hill, but the trappings of the the everything around you is like straight so it's weird it's like a weird puzzle looking thing and 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 it's awesome and again they're going on this trip and (laughs) i mean they're going to this place and there's a trampoline so henry and christina go on this trampoline and they start jumping up and down and henry goes oh man this is the craziest thing i've ever did and christina's like what (laughs) 
And I'm laughing because I'm like, yo, really? Jumping on a trampoline is the craziest thing that you have ever did, Henry? Damn. Christina has her work cut out for her, okay? That is crazy. So um, we're going to we're going to be rounding off the, the the last bit of it. So they go to Amelia and Bennett. And this is what I'm scared of. So this is this is my first concern with Amelia and Bennett, because I, I believe they're going to go all the way and get married. But this is my first concern with them. So uh, so Amelia and Bennett are playing uh, life size like chess. They found a huge ass human sized chess board. So they're so they're playing. So they're playing with each other. But Amelia is off to the side and Bennett is talking to the producers and the producers are saying, hey, do you have a crush on Amelia? And like he looks over to Amelia to see if she's going to hear. And the producers are saying, hey, no, she's 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 out of here. She's 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 not here. What's up? Do, do you have a crush on her? And he's like, yeah, I do. And it's, and it's cute. And uh, Bennett says and so so they're playing chess and Bennett says that he is too selfless. That's one of his not cons, but it's it's a thing he's you know he's too selfless and he gives himself to everything and amelia says that she's happy to get a guy who is too nice and i didn't like that line that that line kind of hit home for me um and it and it just seems like it it seems like that she's inadvertently going to take advantage of him and he's not going to do anything about it so she's happy that she will have the least resistance to her demands and i don't like that and she said that she broke up with her she 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 has said that she has broke up with men because they were um they were just doing their own thing and then they broke up um like and it, yeah it wasn't really necessarily like a oh i hate you because of this i hate you because of that like she she flies she flies by the seat of her pants, Amelia. Over time, the two people, like her and her significant other, they just break away because they just start doing their own thing. It's it, it, it almost seems like she, she doesn't compromise. It's almost like my way or the highway. So she, yeah, she tells Bennett that I'm gonna have to move to do residency, and after the residency, I'm probably gonna have to move again to another job. And are you down with that? And he's like, yeah, you know, I kind of am like, you know, if if that's what you have to do. And then Bennett says, well, would you settle down after you get your job? Like, because like, why would you need to move anywhere else? You know, let's say um, she does. She they're in New Orleans. So let's say she has to go to Arizona for residency and then go to Canada or something like that for a job. And then he and then Bennett says, would you settle down after that? Would that be like your boom? Like, all right, that's it. I'm working in Canada now or something. All right. That, maybe that might be a little extreme. Let's keep it in the U.S. So let's say, I don't know, they go to New York. OK, are, are you going to settle down in New York? And then that's it. And then like she just like kind of like stares into space, like, stares into space. And it's like she's like, oh, sorry, I was I was I was concentrating on the game. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um and it's like, I don't know. It, she she made it seem like she didn't hear the question, and he didn't repeat it. So it's like, no, you 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 heard the question. So it's like, I think she just wants to just go where the wind takes her. And I and I get that, but I asked myself this question before. But what is women's obsession with travel? Like to travel till the end of time. <laughs> 
you know, not even like, hey, let's go to Miami in the winter because it's cold up here. All right, cool. And then, you know, you go for a week and then you come back up and then you live your life. No, mainly a lot of women and and I'm taking this from this show and also the dating apps that I'm on all the time. They're like, oh, I want to travel. I want to go places and, you know, eat and shop and whatever. Like, I want to travel, travel, travel all the time. I want a traveling buddy. I want to I want to just go. I want to just go. And it's not like and it's travel. There, There's a there's a you have to concentrate to to see what they're saying you have to focus on what they're saying they're not saying i like to go on vacation that's different because yeah people like to go away get away and stuff like that no they want to travel that means they want to go everywhere not all the time but they just want to go it's not vacation oh i want to go here on vacation i want to go here on vacation for me there are some places that i would like to go on vacation like the hotel that they're staying at in this show I would like to go to Maldives or Maldives, however you say it, because I love I love those huts that are over the ocean, the clear blue ocean. That's beautiful. I would love to go there one day. I would like to visit Paris. I would like to visit London. I would like to go on vacation there, you know, but I I do have a real life to come back to. But these women, they want to just I want to travel. I want to see the world. And like and that's all you want to do. You don't want to do anything else. You just want to just continuously go to the destination, come back, and in two weeks, go again. (laughs) And it's like, yo, sometimes you need to just settle down and do, I mean, not settle down as in never do anything for the rest of your life. I'm not saying that, but it's like, I don't know. I know you want to enjoy life and you shouldn't, one should enjoy life. Absolutely. But one also has responsibilities, <laughs> you know. We can't all desire to just travel, travel, travel all the time. Like, you know, people people hate on me because I'm a dreamer. Well, you need to kind of extinguish that dream too. Of <laughs> always trying to just travel, travel, travel all the time. Like, you you can calm down, you know, and you can you know get to work. You can do that too. <laughs> you know, there's there's no. There's no beef in that. You know, I, I don't know. So I kind of feel bad that Amelia might not want to do this. Like, I, I'm I'm saying it right now. I think Amelia is not going to stay with Bennett just for the simple fact that it is an anchor. She's going to she's going to consider him an anchor and slow him. She thinks that he's going to slow her down in life because now that he exists she won't be able to do all the things that she wants to do you know the proverbial ball and chain if you will and i think that's uh i don't know i think i think that's bad i i I feel bad because again you've you've heard me what what is this the yeah the fifth episode of of this season you've heard me on the other podcasts exclaiming my love for this couple but this is the first hint at least for me that i think that i i believe that they're not going to stay together um and i'm going to keep my eye on my eye on them so brett and olivia talk about kids but olivia wants to wait 
and I understand her. She, she, you know, she wants to do, she wants to do a lot of things before she can no longer do them. So I understand, and he understands too. Uh, Brett want Brett says that he needs a partner to be one hundred percent in it, and I'm glad that he understands that. Like it is horrible to have a partner who is half ass in wanting to have kids. You can't half ass wanting kids. That's ho- that's a horrible mindset to even start. So I remember with you know the dating apps that I'm on, um, you know especially with like OkCupid, it'll say, oh this. This person doesn't have kids, but this person might want kids. No, no, no. Well, I mean, not, not, no, no, no. Go ahead. You can, you can, you can might want kids all you want, but I'm not picking you as a partner because I don't want to convince you that we should have kids. I want somebody who is 100% yes, I want kids. You know, I mean, don't pressure me into having kids right now. (laughs) You know, calm that down. I need to get myself ready for that situation. But I do want children, okay? Like, uh, I I can't afford to have, I can't afford to be with somebody who might want them. You know, I I don't need that. So with so with Karen and Miles, um, she's she has she definitely has issues with his age, and asks if he's ready to be the husband that she really needs, and I feel that that's a slap to the face because hey Karen. Are you being the wife that Miles needs? What about that? What makes you think that you're already perfect? Hmm? What about that? You've been in two relationships in 15 years. Okay? What do you know about yourself that you need to be for Miles? What happened to that? It seems that you are ill-prepared. You are more ill-prepared than he is for for a relationship. Okay? Your your intimacy level sucks ass. You know, you're very judgmental because with with Instagram posts that you put, I mean, that you found about him, you already judged him by being too much in his feelings and being immature and being young. And you wrote him off so quickly until you found, until you actually met him and found out that he's a really nice guy and a gentleman. But... What have you done to show him that you are the right person that the experts picked for him? You've shown absolutely nothing. So I would calm your ass down before you start issuing issues that he has that you have a problem with. Because it seems to me that you are the one that has the issues and the problems. Again, you you have yet to show how good of a wife you are to him and you already expect for him to be the man that you need in your life. It's called reciprocation. Reprocity. What what's what's going on? What do you have? Nothing. But anyway, that's the end of the show. <laughs> That is the end of today's episode. I cannot wait to watch the new episode. Um, yeah, and I will try to get the I will try to get the recap to you as soon as I can. Because sorry, sorry for the lateness, but uh, yeah, um, uh, there will there will be less of that, but also more 
of those I'm, I'm also trying to get you know original content too again with the thank you for listening to the introduction episodes and also the episodes with angel and elise they love it they love the um feedback that it's getting thank you so much but also yeah i'm trying to land guests and stuff so also i'm gonna try and get a uh you know an instagram and a twitter so you guys can leave feedback also too and again if you want to leave any comments or any suggestions about topics that you would want me to talk about or if you want to know any information about me myself i mean that's that's cool too um i'll I'll definitely try to answer your questions and also i'll try to get an email as well you know everything is uh, this is still new even though i've done this already this is i'm all on my own it's all me uh, and it, it it is time consuming so i'm just trying to get everything all together all right so thank you guys so much for listening and i will catch you guys next time